Oh, we're gonna have to do one more, man. We'll get we'll get the photos. We'll get the photos. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Photos first? Yeah, right here. Right here. Oh, right here. I'm, I'm going to need some, too. I'm going to need some, too. I moved. Okay. Still. There you go. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. All right. And uh, Toyota good. Glendora Studios. <laughs> For real. Okay, here we go. What's going on, listeners? It's Matt with TC, and we are here at Toyota of Glendora, here with a very special guest. This guy was actually, uh, I was told, I had to i had to speak with this man here. I was told by Charlie Park. You remember last month we had an episode with Charlie, um, and he let me know afterwards that the next time I come around for a podcast, I had to find DJ Bunny, is what he said. Well, uh, DJ Bunny uh, is actually uh, my business. I have a business on the side, but mm -hmm. I've been here. Uh, you know, I work in the parts department here in Toyota. Right. Uh, Glendora, I've been here. Uh, Murray Seidner, he's the owner here. Mm -hmm. And I've been with him since he s broke ground here, and I believe it was around uh, 1994. Oh, wow, okay. Um, but uh, I uh, thank uh, Charlie for throwing out my business. You know, <laughs> so if you guys are looking for a DJ, you know, I do everything. Uh, We'll yeah, say we'll, we'll give you some time toward yeah. the end to yeah. go ahead and plug all your social or anything like that. Um, so you've been DJing. How long were you DJing? Uh, I DJed back for fun, girls and uh, the party favors back in the day. Uh, probably I, I was around a DJ in 1979 and I was around a little crew. Uh, there was uh, a few. Uh, I'm from L.A. Mm -hmm. I, grew, I grew up in Echo Park. So in uh, Los Angeles, there was a bunch of. DJ crews and uh, the, there was there was different types of music. There was the funk, there was the disco, and I'm a part of the LA disco scene. So okay. uh, in the late '70s, I got I was in a part of a crew called uh, Eclipse, and we were around the uh, El Sereno, uh, East LA. Uh, and back in the day, um, actually, it wasn't just two speakers, two turntables, and a mixer, and uh, it was like a stack of speakers and thousands of uh, uh, watts so you we would dra drag in probably uh, a rack of amps each uh, running about uh, a thousand watts each oh, geez. Uh, with uh, subwoof subwoofers and mid-range and tweeters and it, it took like 10 guys to go set up at each party uh, <laughs> it, was, it was it was crazy so uh, what I did uh, uh, I kind of dabbled in it I couldn't afford uh, some of you guys who are listening, uh, I couldn't afford the, the, the Pioneer Techniques. That yeah. was the standard uh, turntable that was, that was out there and it cost a lot of money. So me being in my late teens, you know, I, I couldn't ask my mom to pay for $600 worth of uh, turntables, you know. So I had some belt driven. There's gear driven mm. and belt driven. And uh, anyway, long story short, I borrowed some. I started practicing. and. Uh, so as soon as I, I, I got out of that uh, DJ crew, I, I, I kind of, me and a friend of mine got together and we, we put some money together, got some turntables, and uh, we, we started doing house parties. I really didn't care about the money. It was all about probably the pretty girls that came with it. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but uh, so in the 80s, I was doing, and I started doing a little bit of a promotion. And uh, doing the promotion, that's where I made the money. Um, uh, I would get I would get some of the uh, top LA DJs. I would get uh, an East LA DJ, a West LA DJ, a South 
central DJ and a north LA DJ and put them on the same flyer and uh, just ask for uh, a $3 donation at the door. And I think at the time for, for, for alcohol, uh, I would just buy cheap alcohol and charge people at the door uh, a dollar to buy the cup or the glass. And I would sell out and it would be thousands of dollars, you know, and they could refill as much as long as we had whatever was left until it was done. So Jeez. that was, uh, that was, that's where I made the money, but I, w I was young and, and didn't really uh, knew the concept of saving, you know, so I was just parting with the money and I, I wish I should have had a manager back then. So I, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't have a manager, but, uh, and that, that so I kind of dabbled with it and then uh, just got into the party, uh, club scene uh, to all the local uh, clubs in, in Los Angeles. There was a bunch of them wow. during that time. Every night, every night, Monday was the only night there was nothing going on. Uh, Tuesday night there was here in uh, West Covina, there was a, a club called uh, Red Onion. There, I think the Red, I don't even Red know Onion. if Red Onion is still around. I haven't heard of it. But yeah, so, and then uh, Wednesday night was Circus Disco in Hollywood. Uh, Thursday night was a club in Monrovia called Papillon's. And the Friday uh, it was cruise night. Saturday night was cruise night, and Sunday was back to circus. So uh, there was something going on every night uh, throughout the '80s. So that's that's where I was when I was DJing and um, got married. Um, figured I'll never ever DJ again. And in the late '90s, one of my friends from church had a barbecue. And she asked me, hey, man, weren't you a DJ back in the day? I said, yeah. <laughs> so um, she, um, she had a big old backyard. So she had like uh, volleyball and mini uh, diamond of baseball. And I didn't have any equipment. So what I did was I borrowed a friend's amp and I borrowed another friend's speakers and I borrowed a mixer and I got two CD players. I couldn't uh, uh, beat match because it yeah. was just CD players. Right. And I rocked it, man. I, I killed it. I just remember uh, playing all uh, some old school and just cutting it whenever, wherever it sounded good and, and people danced the whole night. So I, that kind of, that night I went home, I said, hey man, I'm gonna look into the, uh, looking into DJing. And I heard at the time there was CD players that you can, that you, you can play actually, with the mitt, yeah. with, the, with the pitches. So I didn't want to go back with the turntables because turntables, you have to bring Vinyl and vinyl is just uh, th that's why they needed ten guys back in the day. There was crates and crates of, of vinyl, and that, that <laughs> yeah. was a part of it. So uh, I started uh, in 2000. I'm sorry, 99. One of my uh, my uh, my tax guy asked me, "Hey man, did you uh, make any extra money this year?" I go, "Yeah." Because, "Hey man, what'd you do?" I said, uh, "I DJed." He goes, "Well, how much money you make?" I said, "Oh, I made like five thousand for the year." He goes, "Man, you know you can write." your car off and you could write off part of your house and you can write off everything you bought it so he gave me the idea he goes why don't you start a business and i started in 2000 and i've been booked shout out since. to your tax guy <laughs> yeah yeah he's like I'm, I'm still with the same dude you should fact, be man, he's, he's, I'm, I'm still with the same guy but uh when i had kids young kids that's when i was making all that money in returns now i have no kids to write off so <laughs> So, so you're still spinning, though. Yeah, I'm, so I have a business, DJBunny.com. I'm out there pretty much uh, three times a month. You know, I have a day job, so it's it's kind of uh, difficult at some times. Like last Saturday, I was I worked here at Toyota. I worked some Saturdays, so 
right after work, I had to go directly uh, to a party. So I, was, I worked at Toyota from 7 a.m. to 5, and then I uh, DJed from 7 to 12 midnight. So Wow, man. But my wife let me sleep in the next day, so it was okay. <laughs> Shout out to your wife as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so a little birdie was letting me know there's a phrase that I have to say to you, and it should ring a bell. Disco biscuits? Oh, well, <laughs> uh, what, um, since I, my business, I play all sorts of music. I, you know, I, I'm a mobile DJ, so there are, there's club DJs, there's bedroom DJs, there's uh, mobile DJs, there's guys that just do it for fun. Um, I like all music, all genres of music, man. I like funk, disco, um, I'm having a hard time with this new, the new hip hop, Drake and Travis Scott and uh, <laughs> Cardi B and all, all the guys that are out right now. Uh, it's uh, it's really slow BPMs. I, I'm a high energy guy, like I said. Where well, I'm a disco guy. I need a, if any of you guys know the beat, beats per minute. Um, you know, the funk, the the hip hop that's out right now. It, it's like sixty beats to eighty beats. It's just slow. Mm -hmm. The kids love it. You know, I have to play it. My uh, one of my sayings go is it's DJ Bunny music for all occasions. So I have to uh, I have to be ready for all everything. So the Disco Biscuit show, um, I was involved with a, a show. It was called In Too Deep, and it, what they did is it, I hang around with a bunch of DJs that play only strictly house music, mm. and just like any other uh, music that that becomes classic after a few years. Um, in the late two thousands, uh, they had a show called. In the middle of 2000, a show called Into Deep, and it was all about deep house, house music. So one of my friends used to run the show, so he knew I was a disco guy, so he invited me on the show. He would call it the happy hour. So when they do the happy hour on the show, it was a disco mix. So I used to play the disco happy hour. Nice. So it got a lot of good uh, feedback. So after them getting so many calls and emails and saying, hey, play more disco, they just asked me, why don't you just go ahead and do your own show? So they asked me and a friend of mine to do an a, a internet um, a show called the Disco Biscuit Show. So uh, it, w it probably ran from uh, 2008 to 2012. Uh, I got really busy being a, um, a husband and a, and, a, and a parent, so I couldn't juggle DJing and working and trying to keep up with business and doing a show. It, uh, it takes a little. It takes time to to do shows. So uh, yeah. I, I let it go with, uh, with let it go with some, uh, another person, and he took it, and and it probably stopped like in 2013 or 14. But the Disco Biscuit Show was on, and we played all disco, and it was fun, and we pretty we had a pretty good audience of all ages and from all over the place. I was getting emails from uh, Amsterdam and and New York and and. Uh, Vegas, you know, yeah. Vegas. I, I was getting people from Vegas, and a, a lot of people would write and said, "Hey, I'm from LA, and that's my that's all my music from back in the day." Yeah, and uh, it was a Los Angeles thing, but actually, all that a lot of that old disco is European, Euro disco, Euro music. So it, a lot of it came uh, from from Europe. So oh wow, you know, Europe's always a step ahead, ahead. with us. You know, if anybody knows music, man, a lot of people started in. In, in the United States, and they go to Europe and they blow up. Yeah, you know the one that really trips me out is uh, 
what, what's the David guy? David Hasselhoff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How, you know, nobody gave him no love over here, man. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, who else did was Jimi Hendrix. Really? And Jimi Hendrix, my dad, seen him in the 60s. And anybody who knows rock, you know, Jimi Hendrix was, he was a whole... He was a whole nother level of, of playing a, 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 a electric guitar, you know. riffs were crazy. You know, yeah. f- and my dad at the time, my dad is f- like the 40s music in the 50s, and he was all like, what the hell is this guy doing? Yeah, <laughs> he, didn't, yeah. he didn't get it. But as you know, that, that guy was a superstar, and unfortunately, you know, darn drugs take out a lot yeah, of people. That's yeah, that's tough, man. Yeah. That's a tough one. So, wow, you're really well-versed in... All genres, man. Uh, well, you just got to be pretty. In my business, you have to be ready. Uh, there's been a couple of times I've done a con- country weddings, and it's been that's pretty tough because the bride of that particular wedding said, "Hey, I want all country," but everybody there was not, and, <laughs> and uh, it was pretty, pretty predominantly. Uh, 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 I want to say the white. I don't want to say, you know. We could edit that if we need to. You know, <laughs> it, it is um, predominantly Caucasian. Okay. And uh, a guy came, walked up to me and said, hey, man, DJ, uh, who, who, who picked the music? Or can you change the music? <laughs> I said, well, the bride, you go ask the bride. He goes, come with me, man. She's my cousin. So I walked over to the bride and she, she, he told his cousin, hey, man, you know, can we change the music? So the bride looked up at me and said, oh, bunny, you can play whatever you want. So. I told the guy, what you want to hear? He goes, Brick House. So hey. I, I, I put on Brick House and it, it went nuts. So I went into Brick House, played that funky music, White Boy. Uh, I think I went into KC and the Sunshine Band, uh, <laughs> Get Down Tonight, Shake Your Booty. Yeah. And uh, Sounds like yeah. a good time, man. Um, you know what? Before I get in trouble with my bosses, let me make sure I mention something about here, Toyota, yes. from Glendora. <laughs> yeah. So tell me again how long you've, you've been here? Oh, I, I've been with uh, Murray Seidner since he, you know, he bought the franchise, I want to say, in, in 93. Yeah. And um, I was working for Pete Miller. That was his partner back then at an at a Oldsmobile, Pontiac, Hyundai, Audi store. So when, they, when, they, when Murray purchased the franchise, it was Rogers Toyota. Rogers Toyota was over on Grand and uh, Arrow Highway, and okay. Mr. Rogers had had this store for for a long time. So when when Miller and Murray uh, Seidner picked it up, I came with that purchase, with and I, and so I worked there. I want to say from '93. Then they broke ground here in '94. We we're in '95. Uh, my wife and I had our youngest baby in 1998, so I took a maternity leave. I left from here from 98 to I want to say probably 2001 and I came back. Wow. So then um, I went from 2000, 2001 to uh, 2006 and I, I was DJing. Um, my wife, uh, she, she's an educator, she does well. And she just said, hey, why don't you just come home and do your business? So I, I left again in 2006 my wife, uh, around 2009, said, uh, hey, man, uh, they gave us, te- she's an educator, she got a cut. She, she goes, hey, man, why don't you go ask uh, your boss over at Toyota Glendora, uh, if, uh, you know, if, you, if there's any opening. So I, I, I'm, I called, and I 
asked my boss, Dave Petrus, he's the, he's the parts manager here, and he said, I call him and say, hey man, are you, call the, the Toyota reps, because I knew all the Toyota reps, tell them that Bunny's in the game again, uh, parts game, see, if, see if, uh, if they have a dealer that's open. Yeah. So uh, he called me right back and said, hey man, just come back here. So I came back in 09. That was in 09. So, and then I've been here ever since. So, so I've been on and off. So, I, but it's been a family here. Uh, Murray, I've I've worked uh, outside of the dealer for his wife. Uh, I DJ one of his his birthday parties. Uh, <laughs> he, they have, uh, Murray has a few sons, and I've DJed for their for his some of his children. And uh, you know, I think I'm a part of the the Seidner family because they they have used they me outside you to come of back. them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they've never asked you to DJ right out front or something. You know what? We've had um, we've had tent sales here throughout the years. Yeah. And I think I've I probably DJed here uh, probably once, but we've had a lot of uh, company parties, and I DJed a lot of those. Okay. Toyota Glendora parties, uh, but then they got to the point where I, I think they felt sorry for me. They wanted a party with me. They didn't want me to be working and partying. Yeah. And I could juggle those though. You know, I, I, can, I can party and DJ at the same time. And uh, I, I didn't mind, but uh, they also used me here for sound. We've had tent sales here and I just provided sound for the company, right saved on. the company some money. And um, yeah, I've, I've done that, so yeah. Cool. So you're just one of the, the various people that we've met. Uh, we just started working with your store last month. So mm -hmm. it's still a fair, fairly new relationship. Mm -hmm. um, we've went around, got, got the opportunity to speak to a few people. Uh, this is, you know, a very unique store. Why you say that? Yeah, uh, just the whole, it's the vibe. Hmm. It really is. You come through here and, I mean, honestly, you get greeted with a smile. And I know that sounds so cliche, but it really is. Like, hey, like, you're a familiar face, you know? And then, we just go around and, and everyone's just saying hello, how you been? It's almost like we're just catching up. Well, uh, me being in the parts department, uh, I, I really don't have to sell Toyota parts. Yeah. Toyota parts sells it itself because it's a great, you know, product. Right. You know, Toyota people, I've been in the, in the business so long where I've got to see people buy a, a 96 Tacoma, then a 2002 Tacoma, the same person to go back get a 2010 Tacoma. I Jeez. mean, so there are loyal cu customers here. Uh, I'm a very, I want to say, a personable guy. I want to love on people where they're at. Mm -hmm. I, I'm a, I'm a relationship builder. You know, people have taken me for fl being flirtatious. You know, I, I mean, flirtatious is one thing, but I just want. I don't want to flirt with you. I just want your transaction here at Toyota Glendora to be pleasant and be like family. I want yeah. to treat you like family. I want, to, I want you to come back. I have a lot of customers that just come back to see me. At one time, I want to say in my career, I had a, somebody one day said, hey man, Bunny, I heard you got all the girls over there at Toyota <laughs> come in and seeing you. Well, I had to explain to everybody, look, they don't see the people that I've been loving on for long, I mean, really be making, you know, like they're like family to me coming here. Yeah. You're not gonna see an older lady or an older man. You're gonna see a pretty girl come in here. So if you see a pretty girl and an old man, well, yeah, it might look that way, but I treat all my customers the same. Right. Like I said, I wanna make their transaction here the, 
the best that, that I want them to go tell people, hey man, go see Bunny. Yeah. I give people my personal phone uh, phone number. If they ever need anything, te text me. In fact, now that I'm thinking about it, I just got a text and I, I got to <laughs> get back to it. You know, it's, 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 so yeah, I just want, I want to treat people like family here and I want to make sure that they, well, their transaction here, no matter what, because you know us dealers, we got a bad name. You know, they always think that we're trying to get one on and we're more expensive. You know, actually, our pricing here is uh, aligned with uh, Toyota's uh, uh, list price. We don't escalate any pricing. We keep it at where Toyota mm -hmm. markup is. You know, we, um, I, I want to sell you parts that you need, not what you don't need. Right. I'm going to give you uh, uh, related parts. Say some people want to do a timing belt. Timing belt, you, with that timing belt, there's other uh, parts that you need. There's uh, cam seals, crank seals. Those are important. You know, uh, water pump. Maybe you're not water pump ain't going out, but you have two 200,000 miles on there, and you're gonna be, all that stuff is gonna be opened up. You might as well change it. Yeah. But that uh, that's up to the customer right? Uh, if they wanna do it. I can just, just provide information, yeah. and you wanna go with it, and I'm not pushing you, you just. It's you everything know, that you just explained that sets you guys apart, man. That's, yeah. you asked me, and you just answered it. So everyone really appreciates you. I've heard, man, not just from Charlie, but I've, it's been word, like, to get the guy with the mustache, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, so I appreciate I, you, know, you, man. The guy with the mustache, I need, I'm about to cut it off. It's a high what? maintenance, man. It's, it's very high maintenance. Nah, you got you to gotta do a Twitter poll or something, man. Well, I don't know. you know what? I, all I can tell you, that extra 10 minutes in the morning is rough, man. And the only reason why it's long like it is now, I, I uh, for, my, for my website and my Instagram, I, I did a video, a little short video, and I wanted it to be a part of that, and I was going to cut it off right after, but... I'm having a hard time cutting it off, so we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man, I see your phone blowing up. I know you mentioned you got a text message coming through, uh, so I appreciate you, man. We'll go ahead and let you go, um, but sometime in the future, let's do this again. Yes. Perfect, yes. Anytime, man. man. I'm here for you, man. Just real quick before you go, though, why don't you go ahead and plug anything you need to plug? Anyone looking for a DJ that yes. can also have fun at the same time? Well, you know what? If, if you're looking for a DJ that does what you want to do and not what he wants to do, I'm your guy. Uh, you can reach me at uh, www.djbunny.com. You can get me at, uh, so, uh, you know, social media. It's uh, Instagram. Uh, my Instagram name is my web website without the dots. Okay. Uh, there's a bunch of DJs out, DJ Bunnies out there. There's some, some famous DJ Bunnies too, but I own DJ Bunny. Okay. So uh, I got lucky. I even bought, I even promoted it before I bought it. So I got lucky back nice. in the day. <laughs> but it's uh, www.djbunnycom is my Instagram. And uh, the same for my, my Facebook. So my number is 909-636-9356. Uh, you want parts for your Toyota, you know, shoot me a text. Or if you need a DJ, I'll come and rock your, rock your house. I appreciate the time. Ladies and gentlemen, DJ Bunny. Thanks a lot. <laughs>